Hey, baby! You looking hot tonight? Yo! What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Cask and Crow, the only show where you won't serve a life sentence for joining the murder. I'm your host, Lord Drew. And I'm Matty Biz. Hey! Another week, another week. Back down here in the 1853 Media Studio with my man Biz, like always. And before we get this episode started off proper, um, I don't mean to bring it down, Biz. I, it's gonna, it's kind of somber, man, because I've been going through something this week, bro. Um, and this one really hurts, man. This one stings, dude. This one really stings. I think you know, probably know yeah, where no, I'm going where with this going. one. I usually don't get upset, really, or like, you know, about celebrity deaths or things like this. But Kevin Conroy passed away, man. And uh, for you guys who don't know Kevin Conroy... He is the Batman. He's the definitive Batman for me, and I think for Biz as well. Uh, he's the voice actor uh, who was the voice behind Batman for all these years uh, in Batman the Animated Series and the animated movies and the video games. And I think he even portrayed Bruce Wayne in a, in a live-action show on Batgirl on the CW. Uh, I'm not, I, I, if that happened, I did not yeah, know about it. Yeah, uh, it, yeah. And, it, dude, it's... This one really stung. Um, on a personal level, huge part of my childhood. Uh, for you guys listening to Cask and Crow, you guys know how much I uh, love Batman the Animated Series. I talk about it all the time on the show. And um, Kevin Conroy was that voice, man. He was that guy. 100%. Um, j just like a lot of people agree saying that Mark Hamill's uh, voice of, of the Joker is is iconic. Um, Absolutely. Again, he's the definitive Joker for me. You know, a, a lot of people, like, you know, because we've had so many different actors portray, like, Batman on the screen, like, you know, each one has their own favorite one. You know, everyone, some people go bail. Some people will, like, you know. On the big screen? Yeah, 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 on the big screen. But... There's been so many of them, and they, they've only done it for short periods of time. Whereas Kevin Conroy's voice of Bruce Wayne and Batman in the animated movies and in all the cartoons has spanned 20 years. Yeah, it's fucking incredible. Actually, I'm, so, I'm sorry, almost it's 30 more. years. Yeah, yeah dude, it's, it's more. It's, in, it's incredible. Um, I knew that he was battling some type of uh, very, very aggressive cancer. And, um, but I didn't know that we were going to lose him so soon. He was 66 years old, man. And, uh, there was still stuff to look forward to with his voice acting and things like that. He had signed on, uh, well, unofficially there was heavy, heavy rumors that he was going to be in that new Batman animated thing with, uh, yeah, it Bruce wasn't, Tim and things like this. I don't think it was very, and Paul Dini. I don't think it was confirmed, but there no. was, there was statements he made at like mm -hmm. comic cons and interviews that made it seem like that was going to happen. And you know, he, um, I got to meet him in person and he was just the sweetest person, man. And, uh, he loved and adored his fans more than I think anyone I've ever seen. He would constantly do things like send people videos. He was big on make a wish and sick kids and things like that. He would go visit them and make 
video calls constantly all the time. He was a big charity guy. You know, this is just a huge loss for the planet, man, for the world. So what I just read uh, read a story when I was like you know looking up some of the facts of like his life and career and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and I didn't know this. Uh, so he 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 is a New Yorker, you know, um, and I'll get into like you know where he's lived and blah 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 a little later. Um, but he was in New York, uh, living in New York when nine eleven happened. Oh wow, yeah, I didn't so, know that either. So he volunteered right afterwards, like you know while while like the uh, all the, uh, the the emergency people, the the EMS, the firefighters. Everybody and right. the cops that were working in the area, he actually volunteered his time to, to, to help cook in the kitchens. Wow. And stuff like that. And at one point, I forget what it was that he said that he, like, you know, he, he stuck his head out from the kitchen and he yelled out something in, in Bruce Wayne and Batman's voice. Oh, yeah. It was, I am vengeance mm-hmm. in Batman's voice. Yeah. And he said that all of the almost all of the firefighters and huh. the EMS that they 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 grew up with with his batman and they didn't yeah. even know he was there and he said that the applause and the appreciation wow and how much they all idolized him Some the way that they all came up he said he true was so, batman shit he was so humbled yeah that all of that that these people, like, you know, took some kind of, like, inspiration from him, kind of, even if yeah, it was, amazing, bro. you know, Batman, but, you know. He, I have, like, dude, when I met him, I was with my friend Josh, so shout out to my buddy Josh, man. Um, we met him, and we got some things signed, and I got to, like, I got a chance to tell the man in person how much he meant to me and how much... uh he basically molded my childhood, man. It was my ultimate favorite thing to watch as a kid still is to this day. And I actually got to tell him that and, uh, to shake his hand and for him to just like the look on his face, he was, he, you know, it was sincere and he was thankful. So anyway, we were fucking fanboying, right? Josh and I, and we got some things signed and Josh was in such like cloud nine that he forgot his autograph at the table. Right. Really? So we walk away and Kevin just calls out Joshua like like that, you know, because he had just signed it for him. And we both stop and freeze in our tracks. And Josh looks over to me and he was like, fucking Batman's calling me right now, dude. And I was like, no, that's Bruce calling you, dude. You know, I was like, that's Bruce calling you, but go get your shit. Like, obviously, and, and like he waited and he stopped the line so we can come back over. And there was a massive line and things like that. And usually how these things go, it's very, very quick. But Kevin was one of those guys who wanted to hear what I had to say and wanted to talk to me and wanted to engage with me that we had a good five minute conversation and probably people in the back of the line oh, were motherfucker us. You know what I'm saying? They're like this fucking guy. But it was cool that he called Josh back in that voice and that iconic Bruce Wayne voice um, is Kevin's voice. That's just Kevin's voice. That's just his talking oh, voice. I, I, you did, know? I didn't know that. Yeah, that's just how he speaks. Really? You, you know what I'm saying? So when you hear Bruce Wayne in Batman the Animated Series, it's like talking to Kevin Conroy, and you know he puts on that more darker a little, yeah, a for Batman. Extra. He just kind of goes a little extra for, you know. And, uh, dude, it's just uh, insane that he's gone and we're not going to see any more or hear any more of the Batman, but every comic book page I'll still read for the rest of my life will always be Agreed. read in Kevin's Batman's voice forever, bro. The definitive. So rest in peace to an actual legend. But you had some more stuff on his life that uh, you wanted to go through. Uh, yeah, because there's definitely some shit on that piece of paper right there, biz. That I didn't know. I'd like to hear it. So he was born November 30th, 1955 in Westbury, New York. So he was okay. born in New York. I like it. 
But then uh, around the age 11, his family moved to West Point, Connecticut, and then, you know, he started getting into to acting. Mm-hmm. Um, he moved back into uh, to New York back in 1973, and uh, this is right after he graduated college, and wow. he was actually getting into acting in theater. Yeah, and he was he, a stage actor, yeah. And he roomated with Robin Williams. Wow. Well, Dude. I, they, I, I, <laughs> If they were very close or anything like that, I didn't but, know that. But yeah, apparently, like, and this is at that time that, that this is when Robin Williams is on his way up. He was probably a struggling comedian at the time too. Mm-hmm. So that I just thought that was kind of cool. Wow. Um, and he also he did multiple uh, theaters, uh, theater uh, uh, plays. He did uh, mid uh, Midsummer Night's Dream. Oh, Shakespeare and, and and Hamlet, along Love with it. along with a couple of others. He also went on to multiple um, soap operas. He was in Another World and uh, Dynasty. Mm-hmm. Um, he also appeared on multiple different sitcoms in the 80s and the 90s. Yeah, che- that I do know. Uh, Cheers, yep. Matlock, Murphy Brown. He was he was in the oh, all the all, like all the premiere shows yeah, in yeah, the late 80s early less, 90s like and, cheers and, was a premiere show oh yeah that, that that was one of the longest running shows at, at the time yeah like, yeah you know um one of my personal favorites too i grew up on cheers this is why i was always going to be a drinker um <laughs> oh so I think uh, he made, between different sitcoms and, and soap operas, he did over 26 appearances or had reoccurring roles in his career. And this is prior to, to being to cast even as Batman. being, yeah, yeah. I mean, The Office obviously was afterwards, but I didn't even realize this. And I'm going to have to go find that Cheers episode because I've watched every oh, yeah. episode so many times because it's been, you know. Yeah, we got to find it, dude. Oh, yeah, I have, I have to watch it. It's on one of the streaming services. It has to be, right? Um, it's, it's on Paramount. I was going to say, and, yeah, and it's on Paramount. it might yeah. be on Amazon. I know it was, but that was mm. prior to Paramount, but yeah. whatever the case. Um, but then he got Batman the Animated Series. Oh, and man. as I mentioned before. And changed my fucking life, baby. <laughs> ch- ch- basically changed a generation of boys' lives out there, more or less. Yeah. Basically dude. made Batman fans of so many different people throughout America. I mean, it it wasn't just Kevin, but it was, you know, it was also the writers and the animated uh, and the Paul Dean animators. Who, right. And Paul and who's a know, huge comic book writer, too, at the moment. Bruce Tim. Well, yeah. It, it's just it was everything combined and all the and all, like all the voice acting uh, because not only the voice was, acting, but also the art because for everything people at yeah. home that maybe not know, like uh, that was all drawn on black paper. So the reason why that looks so great, the dark looks so great, is because it was always black and all the light was just put on it. Yeah, it was always like, yeah, dude, like they, they, they really pushed the envelope with everything, and they had those cast of characters stayed those voice actors for the longest time. Like they never, like the first three or two episodes of Batman the Animated Series that Joker was in, it wasn't Mark. Really? Yeah, I'm yeah. Have to go back and listen. It was. To that. Oh man, I forget his I name. I didn't know that. Oh man, I totally forget his name. And he's a huge actor. Uh, he was. Uh, he was it. He was the clown. It. He was the clown. Tim Penny. Curry. Yes, it was Tim Curry, dude. It was Tim Curry. Good pull, Biz. Thank you for picking me up. It was well, Tim Curry. You know, he wanted to play the Joker instead of Jack Nicholson. He tried. Yeah. Well, he was the Joker in 
the first episode that the Joker was in in Batman the Animated Series. Go back and watch it. And now. it's similar. You can see where Mark kind of uh, Mark kind of drew his inspiration from. Uh, it's similar, but it just doesn't hit right the because. Lamp. Yeah, when you hear Mark Hamill do the Joker and how he has those like deep undertones and then of course the iconic laugh and things like that and his punchlines and stuff like this, uh that's when the writers were like, "Okay, this is our guy." You know, like this is our guy. But yeah, it, you know, it was all of that stuff combined that's what made it so iconic and still iconic to this day. But uh before we get off the uh Batman the, the animated series and the Kevin Conroy um um uh, Obviously, rest in peace to Kevin Conroy. But I'm just going to give you my favorite episode, and I think you got one too, right, Biz? For the all the members of the murder, uh, just in case you guys were wondering, because I talk about this shit all the time, dude. I, I'm, I'm constantly talking about Batman the Animated Series. I think that um, when when we first started doing Cask and Crow, I mentioned to Biz, like, yo, we should do a spinoff show just based on the animated, on, on Batman the I Animated mean, Series, could, man. Really. Like, because... I feel like some sometimes I feel like it takes away from Cask and Crow because I can go on tangents and I can talk about Batman the Animated Series forever. So I feel like maybe it might be something in the future that me and Biz would consider doing. Uh, but my favorite episode all time of Batman the Animated Series, and this one is not is not easy, guys, to pick. There's so many. Uh, even doing a top five, which I was originally going to do for this episode, but then I figured we might as well just do a Batman the Animated Series episode because... It's going to go. It's going to take it, the whole episode. It's going to happen at, at some point. My favorite uh, Batman animated series episode is Beware the Grey Ghosts. Um, it's an amazing episode for me, and I don't think it's uh, one of the premiere episodes, but it's, in a nutshell, what happens is the Grey Ghost is a fictional character inside the Batman the Animated Series world that Bruce Wayne used to watch as a kid and kind of emulated uh, as he grew up and became Batman. Uh, the Grey Ghost was a vigilante crime fighter, you know? So he kind of emulated uh, this character when he became the Batman. Uh, what's really cool about this episode is they get to kind of work together because some shit's going down in Gotham and it reminds Bruce of a bad guy in the show, The Grey Ghost. So he tracks down the actor, right? Okay. And he um, he kind of needs his help and stuff like that. It's really cool. But the best part about this show, about this episode in particular, is the passing of the torch. Now, what I mean by that is the great, the late Adam West is the voice of the Grey oh, Ghost okay. in okay. this episode. And he, for some people... He's the definitive Batman for some people. He's the well, first if Batman. You're, if you're older, like you know, if you're a boomer, sure. you grew up with him. Like, Absolutely, you know. man. And but you know what? He he's. It's never been my favorite, but it's always had my utmost respect because it was the first live action Batman well, that we've ever gotten. It, it was kind of my first introduction to Batman. Like, it was. You know, it was a lot of people's first intro. You know, because that that that's I wa I remember watching that when I was like five years old. That's before I discovered actual comics. Like, right. You know. Right, so like that—that that was your, basically like your gateway to the Batman. K kind of, yeah. And I remember like it, it was like something I played like on Nickelodeon or something like that. And it yeah. didn't come on until like late. So for, like me, it was almost like a treat because like I was able to stay up that late to watch it. Yeah. You know? So that's what's cool about it, and that's why I say passing of the torch because Adam West uh, was the voice of the Grey Ghost in that, and you had Kevin Conroy being a new up and coming Batman. 
it was uh, pretty iconic and kind of under like the radar that I thought was really cool. Once I heard that voice, I said, that's fucking Adam West. See, I remember not that. A, obviously not as a kid, as an adult watching it over and over again. I watched this episode a hundred times, but you know, see, my see, that's fucking Adam West. See, I remember that episode, but like, I don't, I definitely didn't get the the voice. I didn't get the, uh, the connection. Yeah. But now if you watch it again, you won't be able to unhear it. Yeah, probably, because especially I, I know his voice so much more now from like, you know. Family guy and yeah, things like this. Know. Yeah. So do you have a favorite? I do. I do. And it's it's called Almost Got Him. And, oh, I know this episode, and, dude. And, and, and I, <laughs> it's not, it's not, oh, got man. Him. I, I, have, I, have to, I, have to, I have to stress this. It, M. It, it's I am. It's I am with the, with the hyphen before. No, it's before. E.M. Almost Got Him, right? Well, no, it's I am. I'm pretty Is sure. Is it? I think. I don't almost know. I think him. it's. Almost got him as an EM. Well, it can go either way, but <laughs> it, it's still it's still in proper English either way, so it doesn't matter. Great episode. Um, I know exactly the one that you're talking about. So it, it all starts off with like his famous villains, the Joker, Two-Face, Penguin, Catwoman, and Killer Croc, all sitting around and they're playing poker and just smoking and, and drinking, something that you're not going to see very much on no. uh, you know cartoons nowadays, but this was the early 90s. And they all go through their own stories, little shorts for this half hour episode. Dude, of, it's such where a, they almost got Batman. It's but he such got a away. great episode, man. It's uh dude, like the animated series was known for doing shit like that, man. Like, I don't know if it was known because you know, again, it was ninety one, ninety two, uh, ninety three. So a lot of things were allowed back then that aren't allowed now, but it's like a dingy dim lit room there is drinks there there is cigarette smoking there is cigar yeah. smoking it's like then and they're sitting around a small round table and it kind of got that that 70s show vibe and they would just i guess like yeah. pass like the peace yeah, exactly. pipe and go around exactly. and talk to everyone and then they would they would have flashbacks and how they almost caught the batman that's a great episode biz good fucking pull man it is it is that's in my and, top five and you know I, I just as you just mentioned and i want to say the the writing of multiple cartoons at that time were allowed to be more adult because you can watch yeah. all these episodes as an adult and you know what it's actually not that bad like Bro, you know i've been on a tear lately watching btas um a lot more because the passing of kevin so once kevin passed away i was like i'm gonna go back and watch this shit more now i constantly throw this on it's constantly on in the background of my house when i'm by myself or in the studio when I'm writing music or when I'm working on Cast and Crow stuff. It's constantly on. I'm, it's whatever. But a lot of times I'm not actually sitting and watching it. It's just on and I just let it run. But since Kevin um, is no longer with us, I've been watching it a lot more just to hear his voice again. I get it. Just to have that, like just to run through knowing that this is the last I'm going to hear. It's like, it's kind of somber, man. But, you know, I just kind of want to listen to it knowing he's not here, you know? Gotcha. So I've been on a tear, and I haven't got up to that one yet, but I can't wait to get up to those. Now, and when you're done with the series, because I know you can burn through them, you know, they're only half-hour episodes. Mm -hmm. uh, just so you know, when I mentioned before that he did it for 20, 30 years, I wasn't kidding. So I have a list of from when he started the animated, the Batman the Animated Series, mm -hmm. when it started, and all of the, the continuing cartoons that he oh, did afterwards. Fire off, bro. There's so many. So it started Batman the Animated Series, and that ran from 1992 to 1995. Then they came out with one or two movies, uh, the, 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 the Sub-Zero movie, there was a Batgirl movie. There yeah. was my favorite movie, one of my favorite movies of all time, Mask of the Phantasm, bro. Yeah, there, there you go. So that, that all happened in 1996. Then they Mask of the Phantasm was 1993, though. 
Oh, 92. Oh, okay. So there was, was in between wasn't all there. But right. there was at least one one of those uh, movies was in 1996, The mm-hmm. Break. I think it was a Sub-Zero one. Then they came out with a new the new Batman Adventures, and that mm-hmm. ran from 97 to 99. Yep. Then Batman Beyond came out. 99, right? 99 to 2001. And then you get, of course, the other movie, Return of the Joker, which is, mm-hmm. oh, if you haven't Absolute seen Absolute fucking uh-huh. classic. Such a great storyline. And then after that, it picks up from the Justice League, which ran for three years from 2001 oh, yeah. to 2004. That and was it, on Cartoon Network, dude. Oh, man, was. iconic. It was. And then they continued it and just changed the name to Justice League Unlimited. And this mm-hmm. is when they brought in, like, more... They focused more on the other lesser-known heroes, you know? Yeah. And then that ran to 2006. And it was a treat when you would have Batman be a cameo in one of those. Like, yeah, Justice like, League Unlimited... Yeah, yeah. He wasn't in every episode like he was in the Justice League uh, or, show. Or if he was, like, he would stop by. Like, I remember there was one episode where it was, like, Booster Gold was, like, the main character. Yeah, and, you like, see? Yeah, yeah obscure like, characters. Yeah, and, like, you know, there, there's, like, some big thing happening in a city, and he's just doing crowd control, and, like, Batman, like, you know, gets, like, smashed away from whoever they're fighting and, like, mm-hmm. lands there, and, like, Booster Gold's like, can I help you? And he was just like... Go back to crowd control, and then he just like, you know, <laughs> grapples away. Yeah, and, that, and that's like all he does in that in that episode. But it know? was Kevin, you know, yeah, like no, it's it always him. been Kevin Conroy. And, and after that was the last actual cartoon, even though he he did numerous other appearances. Anytime Batman did an appearance, Static Shock or any other things that came out, Scooby Doo's another yes. another couple of it's, things. That's what I'm saying. It's always been Kevin. And then he did uh, just on the animated movies that came out since then. Over twelve of them. Jesus, and and yeah, and, and that's like full fledged where he's like the main character, yeah, not, or like you know with Superman or whatever like that, yeah. And then uh, for people who actually watched Kevin Smith's um, Netflix series uh, for He Man, his revival, mm-hmm. he did two characters on that. In season one, he did the Merman character, and in season two, he did Hordak. Yeah, dude, so, uh, just, just trying to give him all the credits of all the things that like he's done, you know, and how long he's done it. It's just incredible. There's like, it's really hard to find the words. Like, that's why when I said earlier, when we started like this episode, man, I said, this one hurts, man, because, yo, I actually got people, members of the murder who reached out to me on social media, like, yo, dude, like, I know this one hurts you, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because uh, it's like, cause like you guys know how much it means to me. Well, and it's, it's uh, really, thank you guys. It's actually, really it's very much appreciated. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, and not only ours, but a lot of people's. Can we go to a lighter note? Yes. yes no more can. somber, no more sad. Yes, we can. <laughs> so this week we got we have a bunch of craziness going on, man. But this week, this story in particular kind of uh, made my ears perk up because it kind of started in New, in New York. And uh, that's where we're from. So a JetBlue passenger on, an, on a New York to Michigan flight was arrested. Right, Biz? Because why because, was he arrested? Yeah, tell him why. Because he was viciously masturbating on the plane, vigorously or viciously, whatever verb you want to use for it, 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 the it, masturbation. It wasn't a slow tug. No, he was fucking beating his meat, bro, <laughs> on the plane. But they couldn't arrest this guy while they were in air. While they were up in the skies, man. So once they touched down in Michigan, he got swarmed and got locked down. And, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, they wanted to make sure he washed his hands first. Oh, so like, dude. Something. Well, it, away. You know, it, it's just like there's things that you're not supposed to do on a plane. Okay. Th- this is something that you're not supposed to do anywhere. And 
I mean, only only like in places, and apparently like in private is where it's supposed to be most of the time. And if you're with somebody else, you're supposed to have permission. Well, there's mutual masturbation. Like you can play with a friend. Well, 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 you know well, what I'm like saying? Said, like these, these are have, okay. You're supposed to have permission. How, if, if Weinstein told us nothing, but you're not supposed to play with a Louis friend CK. in public. You know, you gotta get permission if you just if you're just gonna whip it out. Yeah, yeah. But but okay. Here here's what I'll. Listen, <laughs> Where are you going with this, Biz? What, are you trying to tell how, me something? No, no. How I'm trying to understand something, and I just, I, I just can't get this, okay? Because I've gotten horny many a times in my fucking <laughs> life, okay? Many a time in my fucking life, all right? Oh, yeah. And I've masturbated many a fucking time in my fucking life, all right? Let's go! What I'm saying is, no matter how much I want to, the, you, I mean, maybe if you paid me enough, but... I'm not whipping it out anywhere in public and just and just rubbing it out. I don't yeah. know if this is like a fantasy the guy got. There's multiple different ways to slice this pie, Biz. But but like now 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 here's here's another question I got. Okay, was was it like how, how did how did they discover this? What was it just that he was just being? I don't think so it's real hard to figure it out, bro. The guy next to you starts beating <laughs> his meat on the toilet seat, and you're sitting there like, what the fuck are you doing? This is not allowed. Shame on you. I, uh, shame on you. This is more than shame. This is more than shame. I figure whoever was, was sitting next to the guy let out a uh, big scream like, oh, what the fuck you doing? And then everyone started looking. And then when everyone started looking dick in hand, he started going at it faster. I just got to finish. Well, what I'm saying is like, you know, maybe, maybe it was nighttime. He was just tucked over to the side trying to rub one out real That's quick. wild. Why don't you just go in the bathroom? It has to be some type of fetish shit. This isn't like... um. Like, oh my God, I'm I'm getting overwhelmed by the horny. Let me beat my meat. This is not like that. This is has to be because you could just just gone in the bathroom and rubbed one out real quick I if mean, it was that bad, right? Yeah, you, you know would, what I'm saying? Like you would think. Right. You would just think. go in the bathroom if it's really if you really can't I control mean, yourself. Oh, okay, listen. For me, it's never gotten this bad. Like I said, I've never yeah. had to jerk off that I just went to Like the, I gotta leave. I gotta go jerk off. I have to No, like, it's never gotten this bad. Right. Even, even in extreme dry spells. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I hope to God it never does get this bad, especially around me. But that's why I think it's a <laughs> fetish, man, because the dude knew where he was. He knew he would have an audience. But, but you know, this shit happens, though. And I don't know if it's like a mental thing. I, I remember, okay, this didn't happen in my company, but it happened in the building I worked with. Okay, it was a, a 12, 12 floor building, so it's not even that big, right? And it just has like a doorman in front. And somehow... Doorman. Well, desk guy, not even a doorman. Nah. Um but somehow a guy came in. The rumor is homeless, but I didn't personally see him. Okay. But he got in, went up to the top floor, which I didn't work on or none of, no one in my company worked on. But apparently it was a bunch of women that worked there. And oh, he, he sized it. Yo, he sized it up. He knew. Maybe. He knew. And like he just came in there <laughs> and, and, and just whipped it out, you know? And yeah. Like just dropped his pants and just like, you know, whatever had to be escorted out. It's and, wild. And the only reason I even know this is because all of a sudden one day you needed like a key card to get to your floor. So like now you couldn't just press the buttons like, you know, and I was just like, yeah. okay, what happened? There's always someone who ruins it for everybody else, bro. I guess if you're going to ruin something, you might as well go out like that. But you know what? I'm going to say this is like a strictly man problem, okay? I've never really heard too many Are women doing like, this yeah, type yeah, of shit. Yeah, like women found masturbating on train or something nah. like that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You really no, don't. No, no. It's always just a guy jerking off in a theater, on an airplane, on a know, train, on a train, yeah. On a bus. Oh, well, yeah. People like to do it in public, apparently. 
Like, I, I, I'd hate to see what happens in parks. It's just, my thing is just what goes on. Like, like in their brain? Because I'm, yeah. I'm trying to figure that out, and that's what I'm stumbled. Because like I said. That's why I'm like, yo, it's a fetish, bro. It has to be a, some type of fetish thing. Either that or just People like are into weird shit, bro. Thing. Like, people are into weird shit. And, like, you never realize it until you start going out in shit. public or, like, talk. Yeah, some people are literally into actual shit. shit. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I talk to guys at work, and I work with a lot of different dudes. You know what I'm saying? And you start talking to cats, and you're like, yo... You're yo, you're a freak. Like you're into weird shit. Like especially like the younger, like the single dudes. You know, yeah. and then they come in, they tell these wild stories, and I'm like, what? Wait, you did what now? Well, it's like not, it, she it, let it, you do that, bro. It's not like you it's know, not just men in that aspect. No, oh no, in that aspect, no. People are freaks everywhere, and this, yeah, and this is why, like you know. You can talk about it and be like, listen, something might make you uncomfortable. Like, nah, I ain't doing that. But you know. Don't kink shame ever because you never know when someone goes after whatever you like. You know what I mean? Unless you literally only like it missionary and like, you know, light, <laughs> light lights off. Maybe there's a sheet in between with a hole. Like, you know, some people do this. Yeah. Yeah. They do do this. <laughs> they do do. It's just what I, I've been obsessed lately, bro, with what goes on in people's minds and things like that. And I, yo, there was an, another incident that happened this week. There was a woman in Ohio that was arrested for beating her neighbor with a 10-pound meat stick. Are you sure this isn't part of the same I story? I mean, no. <laughs> either one is still beating meat. Granted, this this happened in a Walmart. And if you ever been to a Walmart, there's some strange activity that goes on inside Walmarts, I, dude. I have never been in a Walmart. Um, that's crazy. That's uh that's that's bomb. I we're dropping back-to-back bombs here tonight. That's crazy. And I'm in Brooklyn. There's not there's not many Walmarts I understand. around here. I understand. Um until I started to tour, like when when I was on tour with the Lords, right? Yeah. We were all over That's the world. Of Brooklyn for people at home that that is right, uh, right. We were all over the world though. All over the US. And I've been to many of Walmarts during that time. But then after, like, there was a, a long time where I, I I haven't, like, we don't have one here. Like, you know, we don't have one in Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? So when I started to go upstate and then, you know, now with the house up in the mountains, I've seen my share of Walmarts. You know what I'm saying? And inside these Walmarts, bro, <laughs> inside these Walmarts, it's like I'm talking about a mystical land. Inside these it's Walmarts, it's Narnia. It's like the melting pot of all different types of levels of society and people that you can get. Scum and villainy. Yeah, there's the scumbags walking around in there. There's the people who are way too rich to be in a Walmart that they just come up to you and ask you if you work here because you look like a normal person. And then there's the normal blue-collar people just doing their thing. And it's, it's, a, it's a huge, uh, vast <laughs> world. Because you, you can apparently buy anything there. You can get anything, and there's everything there for sale in Walmart. So that's why you get all these people. You probably but get a blowjob in the bathroom. The, <laughs> the beating of the meat stick happened in a Walmart, and I'm not surprised... And this time we're not talking about masturbation. No, it's a 10 pound meat stick, right? That this woman beat her neighbor with, but apparently this woman had a uh, restraining order against her neighbor prior to all this uh, beating of the meat stick actually happened. But my question lies here, right? It's not the assault. 
It's not the Walmart because these, like I said, these things are prone to happen inside of a Walmart. It's two-part question here. Okay. It's a tour. Okay. A twofer, Biz. One, why were you in possession of a 10-pound meat stick to begin with? Why do they even make 10-pound meat sticks to begin with? I just told you not to kink shame. You never know what she was using that meat stick for. Hmm? <laughs> I said don't kink shame. You never know what she's about to use that meat stick. Oh, yeah, but 10... All right, but whatever. Why do they even make this? Why well, is a 10-pound meat stick even supposed to be existing? Well, depending on what state you're pounds, at... 10 pounds, bro. Depending on what state you're at... Sheesh. That, that's kind of like, you know, that, that that's the appetizers. And, okay, the second part to the question is, why was this meat stick the weapon of choice? Like, you're in Walmart. There's plenty of shit... That you can use to beat someone with? Maybe it was just very handy. Why? Well, I mean, she probably. Well, cart. you think like she had it already, like in the card or in her hand, or maybe. Or you think she sought out this ten-pound meat stick to use as her fucking weapon, bro? Oh, like, where's that meat stick? Yo, maybe, maybe it was like I'm about to beat this bitch with this meat stick. Maybe it was just availability. You know, she's walking down the aisle, gets in the argument when someone looks to the side, sees the meat stick, just yeah. picks it up. It could have just as well been like you know a rack of ribs. <laughs> maybe beat somebody with a chicken. Oh man, this is this is the type of shit that's going on in this world, bro. This is the type of shit that's going on in this world. Uh, dude, 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 this this world is is a crazy place. I mean, it's always been a crazy place if you look at history, but like I feel like Is it getting crazier now or or, or think, just we just I think it is. I mean, because I mean, let's just face it. Our population is going up and up and up. Didn't we just reach a, a, a record-breaking 8 oh, yeah. billion people? Oh yeah. Yeah. 8 billion people on this planet, man. Why I mean, do you think I want to colonize Mars so bad? I mean, why do you... Uh, honestly, why do you think they're even looking into it? Right. Because this planet just can't sustain? Is well, that what you're saying? Well, what I'm saying is, I mean, at least the way... Global our, warming, man. Listen, the way our society works and everything, and the way the boom has happened, and realize that the boom in population has There's been multiple booms. Yes, but, like, you got to realize... Um, the industrial and rev, um, revolution back in what in the twenties, like basically, and in the ended in the forties and fifties, right? It basically changed the way people lived. It made lives so much easier. Health went up, and life expectancies went up so high. Definitely. And then there is the actual boomers. The reason why they're called boomers, it was the baby boom. Yeah. Everybody, everybody, at least in like you know America, was having five. Five to ten kids. My my grandparents. My my mom has especially nine. the Irish. <laughs> my mom, yeah. My mom has nine brothers and sisters. So that's ten kids. It's wild. So yeah. I mean, that's what it was. It was a boom in babies. That's why they're called boomers. Just so you know, in case well, it's called boomers for a different reason now. But here's the question: with everything we use is fossil fuels. And if you don't understand what that means, not only does it mean pollution and stuff like that, but it also means that there's a finite amount of it. It's not infinite. It's going to run out. Oh, yeah. No, this stuff is final. Right, right. There's no. And, and the more people that, that we generate, just the world itself, not even just America, the more people that we generate in the world, there's less resources to go around. And I'm not even talking about just gas or electricity. Or healthcare. I'm talking about like just food. But there's 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 no solution to this, Biz. Like well, you can't like you can't tell people 
how many children they should have or whatever. That's be that's fucking communism, man. Like, well, I mean, that's what I, they do in China and they, shit like they, that. We they, don't do they, this. They have, and and they kind of needed to. If you want to look at one of the worst, like you know, polluted places in the world, like you know, go look at their major cities. You know, yeah. Um, and believe it or not whatever your opinion of their one child rule for whatever, however long it's been in effect, they're actually now looking that uh, their population is now within the next 20 years going to be much more manageable than it was. And, just, they, and they're, li and they've actually lifted their, their, their one child rule in a lot of places. I just can't see it being feasible to try to tell um, another human beings or, or human beings in general, like how many, like how can you? No, it's it's like, not. It's not. You feasible. can't put a cap on reproduction, man. It, no, <laughs> like it, it's wild. It, it, it's it's not. It's not feasible at all. Right, like you're not gonna. And, and, like and, what are you gonna do? Like what? Like what are you gonna do? Are you gonna force me to kill this unborn child? Are you gonna? Are you gonna like? I take my kid away and kill it? Like what? Are you, or like what are you gonna do? I, actually, I, I've never even looked into. I mean, actually, a lot of it goes up to adoption. I think, but. And like this just becomes the state's problem. Yeah, but they're still born. They're still here. They're yeah. st they're still accounted for, man. Like you know, I, I I know, I know. And listen, I'm not I'm not even for people at home. I'm not even saying that I advocate this or anything like that. It's not right to tell anybody how many kids they can have or something. Oh like yeah, that. no, that, no, that's no. you know, I'm not saying. No, that no, I don't think we think you're saying that. Um, but on the other side, I do see the, I do see the the reasoning behind so. I mean, let, let's just face it. As, as I was mentioning before, just 8 billion people. How do you feed 8 billion people? I, you know what I'm saying? There's not enough resources on this planet, bro. Um, one And we mentioned this. I don't know. This is definitely over a year ago. I, I talked about this in a, maybe two years ago in an episode. Um, but this is the reason that, that bug farms for sources of food oh, it's foul. Are, are actually, and honestly, this oh, is awful. Big, this is actually big in a lot of third world, like, you know, poorer nations. Like, you know, they, they don't have as much access to food, mm. um, land, like actual, like, you know, land that's good to produce food and right. cost, like, you know, cost effectiveness. It's much easier. You, you can, you can have thousands of insects, worms and, and cockroaches and grasshoppers and stuff like that for people Ugh. to eat. In a small area, you know, and it doesn't cost all that much. And that's a crazy thing to even think about, bro, because... And in a lot of places, this is also considered a delicacy. Like That's, a, like that's a, also like a, true. Like a, a chocolate-dipped grasshopper is like, yeah. you know, something, you know? But that's, a, you know, a crazy thing to even think about. Yeah, the world population being 8 billion and not having enough resources on this planet. Think about there's still pieces of this planet that, A, haven't been discovered yet. B, um are pretty much empty like those just like well just undeveloped deserts know? like that that well, like well, don't grow they're, anything they're like unlivable and you can't live that you can't sustain any kind of really life there so and, it's just desolate and, and listen and again I'm, I'm not i'm not trying to say anything bad about certain cultures but like there's a lot of places what where it's just like no where you're living this is not good land like you sh no right. one should be living here like this is but they make do and they're they are there you but, know what i'm saying but, but a lot of times it's it's in like extreme starvation and poverty that's you know that's what i'm saying so the finite amount of resources that this planet has is already being stretched it is look, it's look, not even like okay we're comfortable it's already being pulled to its fucking limit bro i mean look, look, look at not not even just the U.S. or because of, of like you know the Russian Ukraine war, but look how many refugees come come by on a daily basis to to so many different countries because yeah. they, they just they yeah man 
it, it's something has to be done, and I don't know what the answer is. Maybe it is insects. I don't fucking know. I don't. I mean, but but I don't know. As you said before, leaving this planet might actually be a way to go. <laughs> I've been an advocate for this shit for a while, man. I said it on numerous past episodes of Cast and Crow, like, get me out of here. Like, I'll be the guy. Like, you can take me. I'll colonize Mars, man. Like, imagine some shit like that. Like, I'll like like I said, I've talked about it. I'll fuck it. I'll be the guinea pig, and I, I'll, like I'll go. D- dude, the steps have been taken from from like you know them actually being able to produce a little bit of air from the Moxie. Um, we talked about that on other mm-hmm. episodes. That's the Mars from the room. The Moxie's up there still rocking, dude. Um, and I also have, uh, I have an update from another previous story that, uh, Oh, what do you got? So a couple episodes back and I've mentioned it a couple of times because unfortunately the, the launch was delayed for multiple months now. Um, but the Artemis and Orion rockets have finally, uh, shipped out and, <laughs> and a- as of sometime today, as we're recording this episode, it's actually supposed to reach the moon at some point today yeah and so the whole point of of this rocket and the the spacecraft is it's going to go around forty thousand miles past the moon okay and then come back this is this rocket has an unmanned spaceship on it though Mm -hmm. and they're taking not only so many videos and like you know there's already been some great pictures of earth and stuff oh yeah phenomenal stuff guys go on the internet and find them it's Uh, crazy yeah look up uh, orion and artemis one um you'll find it and so it's it's Basically gonna like you know whip around the moon by forty thousand miles and then come back to Earth and land in the ocean. Uh, I think it's what it's like. It's basically just trying to test the f we can kind of go yeah, there again. That's see, like it, one it, more step to getting us. to... Okay, so so the 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 ship that's on it. Okay, it's unmanned at the moment, but it's it's going to be reused or hopefully going to be reused. What they're going to do is they have all the instruments on there to test like the radiation and everything else that's on there. See if there's any problems right. and see if it's going to actually be feasible to put people on there so that when it goes past, they can just detach from the spaceship. Well, from the rocket rather. Right. And go down. I mean, my thing is like we sent them up in 1969. Why, why, you know, like we did it then. Yes, yes. Technology yeah. is advanced. This is 50 years ago. <clears throat> you know, like our technology is crazy compared to what we had 50 years ago. We need to be getting people up there, bro. Like yeah. to like see shit and do things and so, see what the fuck is going on up there, bro. So that there's been a lot of conspiracy uh, theories and a lot oh, of videos. Like the moon landing wasn't real and things like this. Have, yeah, there's a lot of that. Yo, listen, bro. This has more. This theory has, I mean, in my opinion, ha, uh, holds more weight than the flat earth theory. I'm sorry if you're a flat earther. 100%. We're like, going to get into flat earth in one of these episodes. We I should. Keep, no, no, I keep saying we're going to do it, but I, I just I haven't gone down this rabbit hole that deep yet. To, All right, to, so you know. I'll put my thoughts on hold until we do that. But no, Oh, no, no, no. Say your thoughts no, right now. No, I'm just going to say that I'm sorry if you're a flat earther and you believe in this type of things, but uh, I don't. And... Um, the moon landing being faked holds more weight than oh, the much, flat earth theory, much more, in much my opinion. More. That's where I was going. And there's some pretty decent arguments uh, in that whole theory that holds true. It, like the flag waving, sense. just 
always made like that iconic picture of the flag waving in the background always made like my mind kind of twist and like thought there was no gravity like uh no, or no. no weather you know yeah. what i'm saying like i don't there's no that, weather on the moon like uh, no that's not exactly i don't know about weather not weather exactly but there is a yeah. there is a small atmosphere there is a little gravity so you think that can something. wave a flag like in the wind like that i mean i don't know well okay so any, it always just piqued my interest oh, okay so this is i i don't know that much about this to say one thing or another but what i do know is that anything any movement makes force so if you're jumping around something, kicking up dust, what's to say that you're jumping around is not creating that wind that's making the flag move? Yeah, but why? Well, well, no, well, I get oh, what you're oh, saying. Okay, I get. But why that, wouldn't that dust just continuously okay, stay okay. in the air? Okay, here's a better example. A better you know, example. Okay. There's no gravity. Right now, right now, you can take any pole or any anything and stick it into anything in the earth or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. And for a couple of seconds, it's gonna move. It's gonna vibrate. You, right, you, you right, just, right. You just either you hammered it in, or, or yeah, you, you, know, you might you not did, see it with your naked eye, but it, it'll okay. be moving. Yeah. Okay. So now imagine you did this on the moon that barely has any any atmosphere or any gravity, rather, and you pushed it in because you got to use some force or use a hammer. I don't know exactly what they did. Right. How long would it take for that movement to stop in that type of atmosphere and gravity? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Or but would it be extrapolated? Because exactly. Right, right. I, I don't know. Maybe that no, would last I get two it. hours. I get it. But what I'm saying is it, it, it's you can go either way. None of us were there. We got to do know. a flat earth moon. Uh, yes. Moon. Uh, Although they did say. Landing um, flat earth episode biz. They, 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 uh, yes. And I'm, I'm all for it. Um, we, we can we can go into more conspiracies too. We have before. Birds aren't real. Remember? Oh, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, that was God. fun. Uh, for people who don't know, go listen to it. I don't know. The name of the episode of when we did it. It might have been Birds of Prey or something, something like that. But tactical uh, Birds, maybe. No, no, it wasn't Tactical Birds. No. <laughs> um, but, 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 but there are people out there that believe that birds are not real and that they're all like, you know, spy planes and stuff like that. There's a few members yeah, of the murder out there right now that have uh, reached out to me saying that there's uh, new members, but they wanted to start from the beginning. And they've... Uh, like they're starting from the beginning of the show. We, so, we apologize for the first couple episodes. <laughs> we, we are much better now. Please listen again. <laughs> but if, if you guys listening, if you're one of those people, uh, let us know what episode that was where we talked about birds not being real, about being an FBI, uh, <laughs> basically FBI cameras flying around. Yeah, yeah. We, we have a lot of episodes, you know, that they, they blend together over the years. You know? Yeah. Oh, boy. But I'm down to do something like that, Biz. Oh, so so what I was about to say is us uh, again on on the same thing with uh, the old um, Apollo missions. Mm-hmm. Uh, this spacecraft is actually I don't know which missions, but it is going over those sites. So there oh, are cameras all really? around. Really, there are cameras all around. So not only are we going to get some great shots of the moon as a there flies should be by, things there though. Um, you would think, and you would think that they would show them like footprints. Some there should be something. There's got to be footprints. There's got to be. Maybe I, I don't know if they're going, items, articles that were left behind. Like, I, I don't how know. about the flag? They never took the flag back, right? I don't. Well, no, they didn't. Uh, the flag I, should I still be know, up there somewhere. I don't know if they're going over that iconic landing. Well, why wouldn't they? That would be my first stop <laughs> on the fucking like. If I was sending an unmanned spaceship to go 
do well, again, surveillance on the moon. No, but this the is, first place I'm going is where they landed in '69, no, but, man. But, but, but this is trajectory on an unmanned mission. They're sending this out there to whip around the moon. Yeah, and but come this back. sonar and things like this, bro. Like they can yeah. tell that there's something yeah, there. They, li- listen, this is this is probably like you know a it's built, 2022, bro. There's, this there's not a GoPro strapped to that shit. Billion dollar. <laughs> Dollar like That's what I'm saying. Thing. So you don't fuck around saying let's take a trip and and, and sightsee. No, you go exactly where you're supposed to go to get I this get motherfucker it. back. I get it. Shoot it in a fisheye lens so we get a wider view. <laughs> Dude, honestly, some of the shots from Earth are uh, from of Earth are pretty cool. Dude, I know. I've been seeing them on the internet, bro. I've been seeing them on social media, and they're pretty amazing, dude, compared to what we uh, what we used to have or what we had in our textbooks as as kids growing up. You know. Yeah, the, the, these new teles, uh, cameras and everything like that, it's great. The stuff that, that, that we've seen back then, those were built in the 80s. They were taken yeah. in the 80s. Yeah. You got my favorite segment ready for me, Locked and Loaded Biz. I am ready. Let's go. Asshole of the week. Let's get it. See, we've talked about people who have done strange things before. Many things we've talked There's about. so many now. Yes. Yes, it's, <laughs> it, it's, it's part of the, the charm of our show. But we've... Specifically talked about people who've done yarn boys and yarn people and yeah. stuff like that. Yarn boy, another episode. So this one goes slightly further. So apparently there, there there's a daughter and a mother, and the mother just got sick of her daughter saying that she can never find a date, she can't find a man. Oh boy, anytime we have there's ever a wedding or something like that, she has no one to dance with. You know, blah 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 blah. And let's just say if you can't even find a friend to go to a you know wedding with you, uh, I'm, I've been there. But what's more called? So this mother decided to create a basic rag doll yarn husband. Uh, His name is Marcelo, and they've been. Hold on, Biz. Say that again. This mother, yes, made a rag doll husband for this woman. Let's just. Guys heard that right. See, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not really sure what kind of materials were used. I don't know. If Does it, it really yarn. fucking matter at this point? I don't know. Listen, it, it's it, a lifeless, inanimate object that this person had so-called married. Well, well, that's the thing. She made it for him, and and I didn't mention the married part yet. But yes, they are married. Back yeah, in December they're married. In 2001, they got married. So they've been they've been married almost a year now. And they are so lucky that they now have. <laughs> A baby. That's right. You heard me right. <laughs> they have a baby. What the fuck goes on in this world, bro? So, Oh, there's the only so much I can take. The baby's name is uh, Marcelino. Oh, okay. Now, this sounds like, you know, it's a very happy, happy marriage, you would think. You so... Know? W- they he made pumped. a doll baby, like they. Uh, yeah. Okay. So. So. Okay. Not. Yeah. Not, you got to explain this, Biz. You can't just say they had a baby because that's you, we know that's not possible. Yes. So <laughs> you know. So apparently they they made a baby, and I don't know I don't know if it's possible or not because apparently they they had a at home birth, and oh, Jesus, and you know they 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 had they oh, had AIDS and God, you know, bro. They, I don't know if there was a bathtub involved. I don't know. Don't want to get the kid wet. They had but, nurses and things like this. You yeah, said, yeah, they had nurses and aides, and I don't know if they were. Actually, imagine being, I don't know if they were actually practical nurses. Bro, here. imagine being there might have the been a nurse. Couple of psychologists. <laughs> they should have been. They should have been fucking yeah, insane asylum employees. They, these but, might have been like whole, like you know, like <laughs> the, the, the 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 tarot card reader and right. like you know. Imagine being the nurse, right? Someone like you crystals. go to school. 
right? And you dedicate your time and your money and your life for X amount of years it takes to become a nurse. And nurses are so important in society, right? So, so like you hold like a very important field and an honorable field in society, right? And you become a nurse and now you get called to do a in-home birth that sometimes it happens. It's a very, very, very common thing in society now over uh, the it, last it's, decade. It's become very common. Yeah, yeah. it's very, very common that people want to have their childbirth in the comfort of their uh, of their own homes, and I'm fully for it. Whatever makes it easier or whatever eases your mind through the transition of childbirth, have at it, right? I mean, so I mean, that's what I'm going to say. That's up to the woman. Yeah, 100%. I got, I got no like, say in this. No, I got no say no, in that at all. No, whatever, whatever... My answer is whatever makes you happy, baby. But imagine being that nurse. And that's why you're still married. Getting <laughs> getting cold to that. Oh, all right, so we're going to do an in-home childbirth. Okay, cool. I've done this before. Okay, cool. Great. And you get there and you see that it's a dog. Like, like, I think I would instantly just walk out and be like, do you not take my profession fucking seriously, man? Like, what the fuck are you doing what at, the fuck are we doing? No, no, but I at, would instantly get mad, bro. Like, what are you fucking for real? At, at the same time, though, think of it like this. Like, you know, I would imagine, I would imagine that the only, like, most of the time, nurses don't just come, you don't just call a random nurse and they come to your house. You have no, to, but like, hire them through, like, an agency or you something. You hire them through like an agency that. and they have doulas and so, things like that, too, that assist the nurses and assist doctors. And so, so that nurse that shows up from this agency has. Really, no, like, they, they kind of understand, okay, we're going through a birth. Okay, I've done this before. Oh, what, you think that they were briefed prior to getting there? Well, that it's not a real birth? No, no, probably not that. Probably <laughs> not that. Again, not unless there's a psychologist involved. Oh, okay? boy. But what I'm saying is, if you're, this is basically, if you think about it, kind of like a temp or like, you know, work for hire kind of thing. You work for an agency. You right. sh- You show up and you're that person that's just like, uh, no, no, what the hell is going on? I'm out of here. You're going to get fired. They're going to let you go. No matter what the situation was, no matter how crazy the situation was, as long as no one got naked or, like, you know, pulled out anything kind of, like, weird or anything like that. Yeah, you know. It's dude, like, okay, all right, let me take this this two, three hours. Uh, let me do my shift, and then I'm telling my I, boss I'm never going back there. I get what you're saying, bro, and you're right, but it's just what about, like, like you are using these people, like you know, like, what about the, like, no, but now what if gotta, there was someone else that really needed to have an like an emergency oh, home oh, birth, I, and now there's nurses giving fucking birth to a doll, bro? No, oh no, that, that now part, we don't have these nurses, and are you know like I, I, that part? What I'm, the fuck? That part, I'm all I I agree yeah, with you with hundred percent. I've complained before about like I can't you know, take it from 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 a. All emergency services from EMT yeah, to firefighters. Yeah, we don't play these games, bro. Do not call. Do not waste time no. for, for stupid shit. You should not be calling the police because <laughs> someone's not giving you a refund. Right. Like, you know what I'm right, saying? Right, but do- this is different, bro. You're calling people to give a home birth, and it's a doll. At the same time, that nurse probably got paid like a thousand dollars that night. I know? don't. What I mean, I don't know what they would have gotten paid. She I would have hoped even, they left a good tip. I, she I don't didn't know. Even have to clean up the center. No, there's Th- nothing. There na- no there's nothing involved. there. But apparently, like, like I don't even understand. Like, so they, if they had nurses there, it would. It leads me to believe that they were actually going through this theatrical type of deal. I'm sure they were. Jesus I Christ! Hope she, I just hope she didn't actually put a bunch of string up there and make her mom knit it in front of her as it's like you no. know. Fucking what? 
So go on with this story. Is there anything else? So, so now she gives birth to this thing. Oh, oh no, there's there's a little bit uh, more. Now, she doesn't now, give now birth again? to this thing. So now she now has again? this baby doll as her baby with the rag doll husband that she has going on. See now, these people are fucked. Hold, I mean, hold, three hold ways on. from Sunday, bro. Hold on, though. But you would think you would think. Listen, this woman just got everything that she ever wanted, right? Now now she she has a husband. She has a child. I, I mean, that that's what she wanted, right? Her, basically, her mother gave her what she wanted, right? Right. So you think this would be a happy life. But unfortunately, unfortunately, her husband, Marciello, has started creeping around and is cheating. And for the last couple of months... This fucking joke. For the last couple of months, they've been sleeping in separate bedrooms. Oh, my God, bro. The fact that we even know about this shit is ridiculous. So now here's the question here, and usually you ask me this when there's multiple okay. people there, and... It's who's the asshole? <laughs> who's so, the asshole in this situation? You yes. want you really want my answer? Well, I mean, you can give your answer. I got my answer. It's the mother, dude. Okay, you're gonna go with the mother. All right. Yeah, now, the now, mother's and, the and, asshole. And, and now I get that. I get that. And actually, this goes. So, so we're going along the same same. You're line an here. asshole into feeding into this type of fucking behavior, dude. It, it, it's it's an it's an you're enabling. enabling. Yeah, yes, yes. you're a fucking enabler if of you, the worst kind. And, and for people at home, listen. If you have someone who's addicted to something, and this is particularly like, do not enable them. You have someone oh, who's yeah. in an abusive relationship. Do not enable them. No, you know what I'm saying. Right. In this case, when you have someone who's a little crazy. Don't Do enable, them. enable them. <laughs> but here's who the asshole is. All right, go ahead. Society, because why did why did we let any of this happen? From those nurses <laughs> to the mother to anything, why did this happen? Society, man. I ran a tangent last episode about it. Until next week, I'm your host, Lord Drew. I'm Maddie Biz. We love you guys. Thank you so much. Be safe. God bless. Coming out loud, baby. Coming out loud, baby.